0: Welcome to Life Coaching on the Move. I'm your host, Dawn Fisk. Welcome along. If you are a regular listener, thank you for coming back. I really appreciate your loyalty. If you're new, this is me, um, life coach, trainer, um, and I speak from the heart. I don't script write or anything, so you just get my my thoughts and my ramblings as I'm either walking the dog or at home in the office on a given subject. And today's given subject is all about the benefit of foresight and how we can plan ahead, looking at the end outcome. What is your end outcome that you want and how can you therefore work back from that and make it happen? Um, How can you drive it forward? How, with a blank canvas, can you make all those changes and bring them in for you? So that you do achieve that outcome that you would most like. Um, So have a listen to that with the strategies and the little pep talk that's involved. And... um, the only announcements i've got to make before we launch into that um, i make some announcements at the end but predominantly they're about the fact that my online programs are on summer sale at the moment so we're in august if you want the time management or the advanced stress management program they're both reduced at the moment the prices have been slashed so go to the website and make uh, use of the price cuts i would if you can Um, Second thing to say is the seven-week Zoom Life Skills and Confidence. The next one that's coming up starts in two days from the time of recording this, uh, August the 11th, 2020. So that starts and that also is in the website website. Uh, so have a little look, www.milestone-coaching.co.uk. If you would like, or a friend of yours, loved one, would like to join the Confidence and Life Skills course, you've still got chance and time. The thing that I haven't announced at the end, um, of course, there's also in August a referral um, incentive going on. If you refer somebody to me who books a one-to-one coaching Um, session via Zoom or face-to-face whichever if they book um, one of those then you can earn yourself a free coaching session yourself so that's on offer as well in August so just let me know who they are or they let me know who you are and we can work that out but other than that let's launch straight into this week's podcast episode. So today I thought I would start by first apologising. I often say to people, don't ever start with an apology. It puts you on the back foot. It immediately makes your audience start to doubt you. Uh, But I wanted to apologise for a really annoying um, kind of blue bottle housefly that's buzzing around me here in the office. and make it, it's very loud. In fact, actually, I've just realised there was one in the bedroom last night that kept me awake. Uh, Numerous times I woke up with this fly buzzing around. It's that time of year. We're in August, that time of year. Um, But rather than apologise, I thought actually I would use it as an analogy or a metaphor, because the the thing about blue bottles is this, this one's at the window. I haven't opened the window yet. I will open the window and let it out. But if I don't, it's just going to keep buzzing around and buzzing around and hitting the window, hitting the window. And what will happen tomorrow? If I don't open the window, I'll come down and he will be uh, led on his back, feet in the air, dead on the windowsill. But actually, the door's open. <laughs> if it were to turn around um, and have a look, there is an escape All of the doors in the house are open. He can get outside without a doubt. But blue bottles and flies and wasps, they just keep going at the window, don't they? Because it's what they know. They can see what they want to aim for through the glass. They can see the image out there, the world that they're aiming for. And they keep on trying to get there via the same route. So they keep on and on and on and on at that window until... They don't succeed unless I open it, and therefore they they burn themselves out, they they basically die feet in the air on the windowsill. They haven't achieved their goal. If only they were to turn round and to try something different. And I may have said this story on the podcast, I can't remember, uh, but This is so symbolic of us, isn't it? we know what we want to go for sometimes. Sometimes we don't. And that's the problem. But quite often we know what we want to go for. And we keep trying the same thing. Keep trying, keep trying, keep trying, keep trying. And not turning around. And not just noticing that if we were to turn around and look in a different direction or a different route, uh, there are other ways around that obstacle. Many other ways. Many other routes. Um, So what? What do you want in life at the moment? What area of change do you want in your life right now? Is everything going well apart from the career? Or is everything going well apart from the weight? Is everything going well, but you could put more into your relationship and that could be a bit better and a bit more rewarding and fulfilling? Uh, Is everything going well, but you haven't got much fun in your life and you haven't got much of a social and you're not seeing your friends partly because of the lockdown situation perhaps? Is everything going well, but maybe you could have a better relationship with your children? You know, what, what, what's your thoughts? I don't know. I don't know you and I don't know what you're um, challenged with at the moment. I don't know what your goals are and what needs shaking up. It could be finances that need shaking up because of lockdown or the career option. But actually today I had decided, I hadn't decided to say any of this in my usual way, I've gone off down a tangent, but my aim for today's podcast was to talk about a few clients that I've been working with this week because as is often the case, there seems to be a theme running through what most clients are presenting with uh, this week. And the theme that's coming through this week has been that many of them are about to embark on a big change in direction, something exciting, a uh, new start, and they're perhaps a little bit over- overwhelmed with some fear, some unknown, some self doubt and they're nervous. So I've got two clients, I've been working with two clients this week, who tomorrow, Monday, this is Sunday today, um, on day of recording it, but tomorrow they're both embarking on a new Big projects they've been sort of promoted within their same company big big project new team to lead etc so clearly their organizations see a lot in them they clearly their bosses and uh, the powers that be know they are capable of them of taking this on succeeding etc but underneath it all, what they don't know and I know as the coach is that they've got some self-doubt. What if I can't do it? What if I'm out of my depth? Uh, what if I'm drowning a little bit? Uh, what if I won't know the answers? What if I can't lead the new people? Etc. Lots of that's coming through. Um, another client I've been working with this week is starting in a brand new job. Uh, so totally unknown doesn't know the organization at all doesn't know her new colleagues Mm. that she's about to meet and the plan probably will be that she will make friends with some of them as well so she's got a bit of a new social life coming her way as well ah so new opportunities it's all new i've got two clients that i'm working with right now who are building up because we're coming up to mid-August, building up to a whole new life in September because they're off to uni. So they're young, it's new, it's new opportunities, it's very exciting, but it's nerve-wracking too for these individuals. They're very nervous, haven't been away from home before, haven't been to uni before, uh, socially anxious about how am I going to make friends, what if I don't make friends, what if I don't fit in? Actually, bizarrely, both of those clients are more concerned about that side of things than they are about the work. In fact, actually, the ability to keep up with the work has not formed any part of our coaching at all. They've barely mentioned that. It's been about the social side, the nerves of, God, what do I say when I walk into the, the accommodation, the shared housing block... How do I make friends? You know, they're terrified, actually. One of them in particular is really struggling with nerves about that. Um, So it's really exciting that so many of my clients have got all of these. new. I'm really excited for them because I think, wow, a whole new chapter is about to open up. In fact, a whole new direction in their lives because who knows who they'll meet at uni? Friendship-wise, career-wise, relationship-wise, all sorts of things. So many things will evolve from that experience. Um, when they look back on life in 20 years' time, so much will come of this new opportunity, this new phase. Um, the, the clients who are about to embark upon a new project, that's really exciting. I'm really pleased for them. It's a new challenge they'll feel alive. They're already Their adrenaline's flowing ready for Monday morning. Uh, some nerves, some excitement... Um, and I love doing working with people that are going through that because uh, it's easier for me watching. I can look at the positives of all of that, look at the new opportunities and see it rather than be focused in the, the nerves and the apprehension. Um, so, working with these clients, I've be- very much been looking at what they're saying in their head in order to make them feel so anxious because, of course, we feel our thoughts. We are a result of our thoughts. And so they're feeding those thoughts about what if I don't, what if I don't have the answers? What if I can't do this project? What if I don't succeed? Or what if I'm not good at it? What if I fail? What if I can't make friends? All of those what-ifs, catastrophizing, toxic thinking, unhelpful thoughts. What's that doing for them? And I keep saying, what is this doing for you? Nothing, nothing at all. What instead I'm trying to get them to see is use that mindset, use that energy, use that space and those thoughts instead for getting some control. Because we can direct our thoughts onto what can I do to ensure that I succeed? What can I do to ensure I make friends? And as I got them to see each and every one of them, you have got a blank canvas. I love the thought of the benefit of foresight. All of us can use this, no matter what you're facing at the moment. So when I said to you earlier, what area of your life could benefit from some change and improvement, whether it's your relationship with your kids or your own relationships or your social life or your weight or your career or your finances. Um, once you've identified what that area is for you listening to this now, then instead of dwelling on the thoughts of the negative and how am I going to sort this out? How am I? We've got to go into solution mode. What are the solutions? What steps can I take? Action begets action. Action. So what can you do to make some improvements? So with these clients, instead of them dwelling on the what ifs and the catastrophizing thoughts, it was instead, forget that, that's wasted energy. You've got a blank canvas. This is exciting. Let's fast forward, and I actually got uh, the clients to do this. Let's fast forward to the end of the project when it's finished. It comes to an end, it's all done and dusted. Or let's fast forward with the uh, girl who's about to start in a totally new career with a new company. Let's fast forward to, say, three years down the line when you're totally happy, settled, got it mastered, flying, doing really well, getting great results, got a good reputation there or with the students that are about to embark on university. Let's fast forward to the end of the first year. What do you want to look back on? How do you want to come across? Because you have the benefit of foresight. You have that blank canvas. You can be whoever you want to be. When you turn up at uni on that first day, be who you want to be. Decide now how you want to come across. Decide now who you want to be. So with one of the clients who's about to embark on a really massive new project, dead excited, dead nervous, apprehensive, et cetera, mixed emotions, I said to him, what do you want when it's concluded, this particular project, and it's quite a lengthy one, this one, very involved. When it's finished um, and you're looking back, what do you want to be known as with all those people that you're going to have to lead and manage and the whole project itself and bring it all together? how What would you like them to say about you as that project lead? Um, what one word would you want them to use to describe you as a person and your strengths? Um, if we know, if any one of us know and, and we can do this even personally. Um, in fact, actually, that's poignant because I just went to a funeral on um, Friday, my uncle's funeral, and listening to his life, uh, his life was very, very much listening to the eulogy, listening to all about his life. I, he was in it, well into his 80s when he passed away very much the theme that came out from that eulogy was how much how close he was to his family his grandchildren and the things the little things that he used to do when his granddaughter was 15 16 and got her first saturday job sweeping up hair in the the local hairdresser's just down the road in their local parade of shots he used to every saturday go to her workplace with a packed lunch for her and would sit outside at her lunch break and have lunch with her and that's what she remembers of, of Pops or granddad or I think they called her Pops. Pops would bring my lunch to me every day. The grandson, younger, about 16, 17, he, every uh, Friday would go there every Friday and stay over and would get in a domino pizza with Nan and Grandad, uh, watch TV, stay over, and then they would go to the football. They had, but he and his granddad had season tickets for their their team, it, that team now in every match would always, always remind him of his his granddad. Lovely, lovely childhood memories for those grandchildren. Uh, so close to grandma and granddad or nanny and granddad, um, which is so lovely for children to grow up with, um, that they were such a massive part of their grandchildren's and their own, their adult children's lives. Very much about family focus and love. That's what his eulogy was all about it wasn't about money that he'd made or success or anything like that for him for them as a family what was key and overriding of all was family and the love that they shared and the holidays that they shared as a family all of them the grandchildren went on holiday with nanny and granddad every year even though they're now early 20s and 17 still did it um so what do you even in your private life, what do you how do you want to come across? How do you want to be remembered? How do you want to be known? Uh, we can decide this at any point and we can make this happen. So if you're about to embark on something new, what do you want to be known for? So with this particular client who is starting uh, now on this new project, and I said fast forward to the end what do you want how what do you want the overriding thing to be and he said instantly he didn't even have to think about it particularly his instant reaction was organized and i said okay well that's brilliant you, you know instantly what you and therefore from monday when it starts what have you got what strategies already have you got planned to ensure on a daily basis that you are always organized what if that is the driving force that's the motivator that's the end result that you want you need to be living that every day what do I need to do today to be organized what do I need to plan for tomorrow to be organized how uh, you know that's your overriding um uh, strategy for you so you've constantly be got uh, you be focusing on that to ensure that that happens rather than get to the end and look back and kick yourself and regret because uh, that sits heavily, very heavily. Um, so if we know in advance he's got that sorted, he could sort that. Um, so if you're about to lead a team, what do you want to be known as as that leader? Do you want to be a compassionate? caring, all-encompassing, supportive leader? Uh, Do you want to be a micromanager or hands-off and and things like that? One of the other guys that I was working with who's starting with a new team this week very much believes in work-life balance. And in advance has already set out an email to them and sent out an email saying, very strongly believe that between, uh, I, I can't remember whether it was 12 and 1 or 1 on 2, we do not email, we do not have calendar invites and meetings and Zooms and things like that. We we all down tools and have a lunch break most of them are working from home now because of lockdown they're all he's managing remotely from home himself and he encourages no one emails in that downtime of that hour and that he wants his team to go outside have some exercise go on a bit of a bike ride have a proper lunch not a lunch at their desk while they carry on working they shut off um, and they recharge and they get some exercise and so on so we've got to stop making excuses that's the other thing we often make it yes but etc etc and as I said to him you know those things that we build in as a routine we don't get up in the morning and think oh shall I brush my teeth today or not we just do it because it's part of our ritual, it's part of our routine. And if we can bring some key things in that are so routine and so ritualistic, we don't even consider them, so the one that wants to be organised, if routine and organisation becomes his ritual every day he's he's organised, then that is what will become his reality. So the things that we're trying to bring into our life um, and we're trying to change our habits and we're trying let's say we're trying to get fit well so often I hear clients say to me yeah but um, I haven't got enough money to join a gym yet so next month I'm going to join a gym because next month I will have finished paying off my car or something like that or I haven't got the right gear I need proper proper running trainers before I start that or I need a bike whatever it's always excuses that's what it is those are excuses. And so so often I hear people say, I will start exercising when I've lost weight um, because then I'll be able to go in the gym without embarrassment or then I'll be able to run because at the moment I'm too overweight, can't run, my knees hurt. No, 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 no. It's a chicken and egg thing. What comes first, the chicken or the egg? We will lose weight by exercising. We're using that as an excuse, even if it's just a brisk walk. Um, or do some activity at home, even if it's just download a free on YouTube uh, little fitness uh, routine, do it in front of the telly. We don't need the posh running shoes. We don't need the, the, all the gear. We don't need an expensive gym membership all of that is an excuse what we need to do is make the right decisions and bring them in as complete rituals so we don't question them one of the guys i was working with about his work-life balance and he wanted to be a good team leader about work-life balance we talked about how he can bring his own fitness three times a week let's say that's what he wanted to do bring that in as a given a ritual. So he didn't have to consider it. He didn't have to think, well, when am I going to fit in my bike ride this week? Because then it's not going to happen because things get in the way. But if we know that we just routinely and ritualistically always on a Saturday morning do it, do this, this and this, and on a Wednesday we do that, then that, we don't question it. If we're part of a team, let's say we play in a 5 a side football team or a netball team or something, and they have a match every Wednesday night, and there's a whole team dependent on you, and there's an opposition that's turning up, and there's a referee or an umpire that's turning up, you wouldn't on Wednesday evening then think, oh, can I be bothered? there's too many people to let down. You would turn up, whether you felt like it or not, whether you're exhausted, you've had a busy day, you're stressed, you would turn up because the whole team, you're part of a team. The team needs you, the opposition needs you. But if it's just you, you can let it's easy to let yourself down so we need to put things in place that are going to make it much more likely that you carry it out i e there are other people involved or it's just part of your ritual so you don't question it we don't often get up in the morning and think shall i bother showering and or bathing today or washing or whatever we don't we just do it it's just part of our routine we just make ourselves some lunch it's just it's lunch time you're hungry you just go and do it because it's fulfilling your need basic need and if exercise is in that and good healthy food is in that and that's what's in the cupboards good healthy food and you don't question it and it doesn't require effort it's just involved in you then you don't need to make excuses for yourself you don't need to say yeah but well i'll sign up for a, a, a slimmers club I'll go online and check them out, see who's got offers on at the moment. And I'll check out who's doing milkshake things, you know, shakes or products or slimming products or whatever. You just need to make the decision to make healthier food and move more. Um, And we don't need excuses. We just need to do it. We may make that decision. Do it now build it into our rituals on our many many of us i would say probably the majority of us at the moment are are working from home loads of us are working from home there's so many cars outside so many houses now so many of my clients are working from home and remotely so many of them the majority of them are so those people are not now traveling to work so if nothing else they've gained themselves the travel time They've gained themselves some more time per day. What can we use that time for? We could use it for exercise. We could use it for an early morning fast walk, um, a a brisk walk or a gentle jog. Or, a long walk, or in the evenings we 've got warm, light evenings here in the u k at the moment we 've got another month, one more month if you 're listening to this in real time, where we could really get it involved into our routine in it sort of ingrained into our routine and then as the as I said to this guy, there is no such thing as bad weather don 't give me that excuse that in September, October, the rains are coming. Just get yourself some different clothes ready. Get the gear ready so you'll still go out on your bike or you'll still go for a walk. Get a wind jacket thing, a windproof, rainproof. Still get out there at lunchtime. His company have no plans to be going back to the office until at least 2021. So he's got the whole winter at lunchtime where he can put the umbrella up, put his hat and scarf on or whatever is needed and get out there. I absolutely passionately believe um, that, our mental health will be so much better through the winter if we do that than if we stay hibernating inside, where we li- barely leave the house. Um, so the student who's going to university, we talked about how she can present herself when she first turns up in that accommodation and first turns up for her f- first tutorial or seminar with her fellow students. She wants to be, she wants to come across as what she isn't naturally yet: confident good body language, good smile, look them in the eye with a nice smile on her face, have some topics up her sleeve that she can use to break the ice. She can ask questions. We, we worked on how to ask questions and get other people talking and for her to listen and that helps make friendships. It, it's wrong to think that we've got to be able to um, do all the talking. We haven't. We've just got to ask some questions and get other people talking. That gets the pressure off us if we're shy and anxious. So it's questioning skills, it's listening skills, it's having that ability to look them in the eye and smile and put our shoulders back and have our head held high and come across as confident, even if we're sort of cringing inside and feel really squirming and uncomfortable. But once we've done it for the first few days, before we know it, we've made some friends. We know their names. We know things about them. We meet them in the corridor. We walk to the lecture theatre. We've got our friends. We meet them in the kitchen. We have a little bit of lunch with them. We ask a few more questions. Before we know it, we're friends with them. So the first few days are the hardest, but with her working on it in advance, she's got those strategies in advance, she can come across the way. She is already choosing, rather than get there, and it gets harder and harder and harder and the longer that gets harder for the more difficult it is so it's thinking in advance what you want planning how to get that what you need to do what steps you need to take in order achieve to achieve it and going for it rather than being that blue bottle fly in the window that can see through the window of what he wants to achieve but doesn't think about different ways around it, doesn't think about the strategy that he's got. He just keeps going at the obstacle in his way. Um, so I guess the overriding theme today is think about a different approach to what you're aiming for. Think about what areas you are looking for some improvement and some change. It doesn't matter if you're not starting a new project next week, it, it, because... We can decide at any point to make those changes. It doesn't have to be a new organisation or a new job or whatever. It's also quite cheering, actually. There are a lot of people um, uh, wrongly thinking there are no opportunities out there at the moment because of COVID and because of the looming depression stuff. Well, I've just proved three people this week that I've been working with are all about to embark on new things. They've either been promoted or they've been taken on and they've got new jobs So don't think for a minute that there's no hope out there, there absolutely is, absolutely is. It just might be being that blue bottle and turning around and looking at different careers, different jobs, different places to apply for jobs, different ways of interviewing the girl that got the job and is starting. We worked on her interview style, she was... Um, being turned down on quite a lot of roles, we looked at her interview style her confidence, her communication her wording had a job uh, interview the next day, nailed her, in fact she got a couple of offers and could pick from them, so it, she wasn't that blue bottle, she didn't keep going to interviews and interviewing in the same way, she did something different, she made changes and that changed the outcome for her so don't be that blue bottle and end up on your back with your feet in the air by tomorrow morning. Um, I hope that has really helped you. Um, the quick announcements for this week is first of all, go for it and make your changes and benefit from foresight and share your successes with me. Drop me an email. I love hearing from people, I do hear from people, and it really brings a smile to my face. Um, now, we've talked on here about the seven-week Confidence and Life Skills programme. That, you've, the final countdown, if you are listening to this real time, um, this podcast is going out to date, there are just two days before the next seven-week uh, programme starts. So, Life Skills and Confidence seven-week module starts on August the 11th, 2020 at 7.30pm uh, gmt british Summer Time. so if you're abroad you can still do it it's via zoom it's for one hour for seven weeks and we cover all store all sorts of different things around life skills and confidence um, it's very affordable because uh rather than with one-to-one coaching with me the course cost is split amongst the delegates so there's more of you there's about Up to eight people. That cost is divided up, so it's a very affordable way of getting coaching from me, and um, so on. So, if you want to enrol, then drop me an email urgently. You've only literally got yourself a day or two. Dawn at milestone-coaching.co.uk, or you can um, contact me through the website www.milestone-coaching.co.uk. The other announcement to make is that my online programs are all on offer in August. So we are now in almost middle of August. You've just got yourself a couple more weeks um, chance to get either the time management shorter course or the longer seven module over seven weeks um, advanced stress management workshop that you can download and then you own and you can do it at your own pace as often you can repeat them repeat them down the years years and years um, because once you've downloaded it it's yours and they're on offer summer sale in august only so if you're going to purchase them it's best to do it in this month i would say financially but the other news to add to that is that i am going to upload the life skills and confidence course because that has proved so popular um i think i was thinking to myself today it makes sense for me to film it so that anybody that doesn't want to take part necessarily um with others might want to do it at their own pace by themselves as an online program um i haven't filmed it yet i haven't written it yet uh, for that purpose, because I the one I do at the moment is very interactive with people because there are delegates involved, but this there wouldn't be dele- delegates involved. So I am going to do that. I don't know how many modules it will be or how lengthy it will be yet until I've written it and filmed it. But coming soon will be the online Life Skills and Confidence podcast that can be downloaded and owned and done and repeated as well so i suspect that we'll be ready for say september um so that it can cover a wider audience and more people can benefit so uh, watch your space on that one um if you want one-to-one coaching of course that's always available again go to the website um And I think that's all the admin uh, announcements as well this week. So take care. Have a phenomenal week. And I will look forward to talking to you on next week's episode of um, Life Coaching on the Move. Take care.